Is there a problem, officer? Yes, you've gotten a noise complaint. Hey, this is Alec Christensen. Thanks for listening to Noise Complaint. We would like to acknowledge that CITR is located on the unceded, traditional, and ancestral territories of the Musqueam people. We are uninvited guests and keep this in mind in all the work that we do. In February 2019, Miles Black hosts an acoustic performance by one of his favorite local bands, Maneater. Maneater is Dan On, Lindsey Stewart, and Lauren Nelson. They are loud, but chill. Miles gets deep with them about their relationship with their lyrics and the meanings behind them. Music as an outlet for mental illness. And of course, eating men.
listening to Noise Complaint from CITR 101.9 FM in Discorder Magazine. You just heard Maneater playing a live set on CITR 101.9 FM. Can you all say a big, like, communal hi? Hi. <laughs> thank you. That's beautiful. <laughs> Your set sounded beautiful, and thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having us. us. It's cool to see you playing like a set without your drum machine and where Dan you're playing acoustic instead of electric. Yeah. It was so dreamy. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Great. Um thank you. Do you I've never seen you do that, but do you do that sometimes for shows? No. We've never done that. No. Like, last practice was when we decided <laughs> or you decided. Yeah, it was, it was Dan's idea. <laughs> yeah. I was worried. I don't know. I just wanted to bring something different to the table. Yeah, <laughs> it sounded great. Like I'm really glad nice. we have it on record now. Totally. Cool, yeah. Um, actually, uh, uh, Alex DeBoer was in here a minute ago uh, listening to your set with me, um, and she was like, "This is great." Like I don't really love loud music, <laughs> 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 and she was really into this dreamy Monday afternoon. Yeah, holiday set. Monday. Sick. That's good to hear. Yeah. Okay, so I want to kind of just dive into it because um, I have a bunch of questions for you, and I don't usually, like, have a lot of questions for bands. I usually just sort of keep it very conversational. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) But if I'm honest, like, I've I've been a fan of yours for a while, and I've been listening to your album for a while, um, like, over and over again. I'm really interested in your lyrics, so a lot of the notes I wrote down were, like, specifically about lyrics Ah, in your songs. Okay. (laughs) Is that okay? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, Maneater, uh, Maneater is uh, Dan On. Uh, hey, Dan. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Stewart. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and Lauren Nelson. Hello. Yeah, so I'll probably be asking you a lot about your lyrics. Um, oh, no. But also, this is kind of just like, uh, this episode is, is the Maneater show, so if you have anything that you want to say on the radio or you have... <laughs> Uh, anything you're dying to uh, get on the record, <laughs> just oh, shout it out man. at any point. Hi, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's not listening. Neither is mine. Actually, I'm going to start with a question that I got from my partner, Portia, uh, oh, who's the drummer okay. from Pale Red. Hey, Portia. <laughs> Um, fan. <laughs> it was Portia's birthday yesterday. I saw so on Instagram. I wanted Hi. to give a little Happy belated birthday. birthday. <laughs> Uh, and Portia asks, um, if you could eat any man, <laughs> how would you cook him, and who would you eat? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. That's this is a big hard. question. Who would I eat? Like, because they're tasty, or because you want them removed from the world? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that... There's a huge laundry list. <laughs> it's an all-you-can-eat buffet. Who are some people near the top of your, like, let's remove them from the world, let's eat them list? Oh, man. <sighs> Me. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. I'd, I'd so it's like dead. an Ouroboros uh, snake eating itself kind oh, yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think we'd all... Pan? Um, Pan fried. Oh, yeah. Or in your new, like, steam fryer. Oh, yeah, yeah. My sister got an air fryer. Air fryer, rather. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe sous vide. Love a sous vide. I don't know. Um, 
<laughs> deep fry. I like deep frying food, and so I would deep fry my arm. <laughs> or maybe my thigh. Thigh. That sounds delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I don't work out my, my thighs a lot, so it'd be probably really tender and juicy. <laughs> <laughs> then I'd start there as well. <laughs> it kind of... <laughs> um, that's a that's an interesting answer to say that you would eat the one man of your band. <laughs> uh, but do you think it's a self-deprecating thing, or um, what is that about? <laughs> the eating of Dan? Yeah. Why would you eat Dan? <laughs> His thighs are tender. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Fair enough. My thighs are famously tender. <laughs> um Oh, all my questions are so uh, bizarre. Um, they're all over the place, so I don't really Great. know. There's yeah, not any perfect. like yeah, clear. Yeah, start wherever. No, yeah. Start wherever. Feels right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's, let's go with this one. Uh, you have a lyric from Hell uh, that says, "Hell is just the state that you are in." Um, <laughs> I, did you? Is that about like hell, living out hell on Earth, or what does that mean? Yes, I I think it's. I think I actually stole that line from Bell and Sebastian's song because <laughs> I was and am a big fan. Mm. Um, yeah, that song's about like mental illness. So I think general state of being in literal hell. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's that. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, well nasty weather. I gotta get out of the habit of saying I had this person on my show. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't really like like I had them. Like I caught them. <laughs> but nasty weather was on this show recently, um, and we got into this really in depth conversation about demons and hell and like your sort of dark side and like Christian imagery. Um, so uh, that immediately came to mind when I was preparing for this interview. Um, and I'm really interested in like what your conception of hell is. Like, what what does hell mean to you, and why? Wow. Why sort of insert that into a song? Man, that's a <laughs> big one. I don't know. I mean, I would say just general like malaise can be hell mm. <laughs> in itself. You know, just the mundane. Okay, you do have like. Um, even though your like your recordings are like you're a loud band and you have a like a heavy drum machine, um, your vocals are quite like not soft but like chill. Like they're pretty. <laughs> Would you agree? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I'd agree. Um, and it's almost like I love the way that you both sing, and it's not like it's kind of almost drawling, like like it's effortless or it's just sort of like. Coming out it takes a lot of effort for me. Right. <laughs> but how do you then? How do you make it sound effortless? Like? No, I sing a lot I'm in my house. <laughs> I practice. Do you like primarily sing uh, in sort of safe spaces where there's not a lot of people around? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I don't really like singing in front of other people unless it's karaoke and I'm like six beers deep. Right. <laughs> Or at a man-eater show, I guess. I still don't really like it. <laughs> that's interesting, and I feel like that's a paradox that like a lot of artists exhibit. Like this kind of like I I'm such a private person, and I like my sort of my own space and my own time. 
uh, but then you also perform to huge crowds. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I yeah. didn't mean to just sort of put you on the spot and say, what the hell? Like, no, fair enough. <laughs> I always kind of see it as like an unfortunate byproduct of being in a band. Mm. I'm not a huge fan of, I like playing shows. It's fun, but I get really nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Dan doesn't, though. No. I like singing. <laughs> you don't get nervous before a show? No. I, I I used to, but I've been doing it for a while now. And also, like, in high school, I was doing it in, like, band and stuff. Yeah. yeah. I remember when we started, you... It was my... This was my first band, but Dan had been doing it for a long time, and you told me that the nerves go away in, like, six months. Which was extremely misleading. (laughs) (laughs) It does seem like it's really, like, it's just going to be really different for everyone. Totally, yeah. Yeah, exactly. What about you, Lauren? Like, uh, (laughs) do you get nervous? Always. And I don't even, yeah, like, I am just, I don't write any of the songs, but I still get nervous Mm -hmm. supporting just, like, (laughs) I don't know. I get excited, but then I'm just like, oh, no. There's people. <laughs> yeah. I um, I never get over it. Yeah. No. It's just like the same every time. I feel like even like two weeks between shows, it's just like riles me up again. Mm. Totally. Um, but yeah, it's kind of rewarding, I'd say. I Yeah. Just like it's fun. Fun to like share mm-hmm. things. Yeah. It is like. <laughs> Uh, I think one of my favorite things about you as a band is that, like, there's a real contrast in every song of, like, what the lyrics are saying and what the song actually sounds like. Uh, Like, sometimes the lyrics are quite dark or, like, quite sort of brooding or, like, um, oh, like, there is some sort of, like, malaise in it. But then the instrumentation is, like, super upbeat and loud and, like, poppy and fun, like... Um, it it reminds me of like uh, like when I was a kid, I used to listen to Lou Reed, and he was singing like the most <laughs> depressing lyrics to like these happy little upbeat songs. <laughs> For some reason, when he said Lou Reed, I thought Lou Bega. That's why I laughed. Lou Bega's great too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's I think I kind of only know how to write one type of song which is just like very poppy Mm -hmm. so I think I just like insert whatever lyrics I write into that and I kind of like when it doesn't match like I like that contrast anyway do you so it kind of works when you play these songs live do you is it easy to get into the mood of them like to get into that upbeat mood and play them or do you not have to be in the mood to play them it's not easy for me because I'm so nervous (laughs) So I, I'll just play them <laughs> regardless. So, right. I mean, yeah, I guess I don't have to be in the mood. I don't know if I'm really selling it, but <laughs> yeah. I, no, I think that's an important truth about music. Like, you just, you can't be in the right headspace for every gig. And even if totally. you, like, plan a gig out weeks in advance, you don't know if you're going to be in the mood to play a show that night. Yeah, Like, who knows sure. what's going to happen that day. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I've had a lot of shows where I'm just like, I'm not in the mood to play at all. But <laughs> yeah. I go and do it. And yeah. I sometimes like kind of come out of myself a bit and enjoy it. And sometimes I just have a terrible time. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's what beer is for. For me, personally. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, I just have, like, little snippets of lyrics that I keep, keep looking at. Um, ah! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Should I change chorus? We don't have to talk. No, like, we don't have to interrogate lyrics. So embarrassing. Oh, really? <laughs> But yeah, by all I means. Only, they come to mind because I like them so much. I appreciate um, and that. And I just want to know more. That's great. I just expect no one to ever pay attention or be able to hear lyrics. Well, my next question actually is kind of pertaining to that. Great. Because <laughs> I also find that most bands that I see play live at a at a bar or something, like I can't hear the lyrics, or I'll hear uh, like little snippets will come through every now and then. And the first couple times I heard your album, uh, it was the same thing. Like it took me a while to pick out the lyrics, but they came through like bit by bit, and I would hear it piece by piece, and sort of the meaning of the song kept changing for me. Cool. So, do you think it's important that everyone hear all your lyrics or like is it okay if they just hear little bits at a show i'm gonna let dan take this one (laughs) i don't think people have to know every word to grab meaning to get meaning from their songs it helps but i don't know yeah i don't know you don't you don't have to know the words to get the meanings but it helps (laughs) (laughs) When, when you write a song yourself like are you thinking of like i'm hoping i fool them i hope they don't i'm i hope they think that i'm writing about something else when i'm really writing about another thing (laughs) so you almost encourage like the miscommunication yeah i do yeah because i don't (laughs) want them to know what i feel so i'm just like hopefully they think this song is about like me having a crush on someone when it's not yeah yeah Yeah. when i was a teen and first starting to write i found that most of my songs were really cryptic like no one could tell what they were about and i think that was intentional do you want to maintain some kind of mystery about your songs or half of them i do Mm. But I write them for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And are songs like therapy then? Like, do they help you out? Yeah, I'd say so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they help me out. I don't go to regular therapy, so <laughs> it's just this for now. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So we've just got a little bit of precious time to hang out and talk cool. about your music. Awesome. <laughs> I hear a lot of lyrics in your songs that almost sound like despairing, like almost like you're getting out some grief. Uh, for example, um, there's nothing I can say that's right. <laughs> Um, I can't do anything. Everything is broken. <laughs> what's, what's going on? Are you okay? We're very positive on these people, <laughs> I think. Yeah, nothing is okay. No. I think okay. we just, just like, perpetual state of sadness and... That's, <laughs> that's, that's normal, right? Yeah, oh, it's, that sounds familiar to me. Like, <laughs> to be honest, I uh, I don't think I talk about this much on mic, but I I do have a lot of sadness, and I think that um, sadness is kind of my base level. Yeah, like, really. Yeah, to be happy means like doing a lot of work. <laughs> totally. I kind of have to work my way up to it. Um, what is your base level? Also sadness. I feel like complete sadness. Yeah. Right. What is <laughs> We don't have enough time to really get deep yeah. into this, but no, I but do... let's let's <laughs> we'll just go over. Oh great. <laughs> Finally we've we've gotten to something that you really want to talk about. <laughs> Let it have Dan. You're in a safe space. 
<laughs> on the radio. On the radio. <laughs> Everyone to hear. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, is, like, uh, do you want to communicate sadness in music? And do you want to, like, is are, are these songs a way for you to get your feelings out? Yeah, yes. for me, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Uh, I've been talking to people a lot lately about good and evil, <laughs> and uh, again, a lot of like very Christian themes. Seemingly <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting. And uh, I wonder if like you feel divided. <laughs> if do you feel divided as a band? Do you feel divided as people? Do you have like a good self and a bad self, or is it just like just your behavior and it's all what it is? <laughs> Wow. I only have this a bad is, self. You only have a bad <laughs> self. Yeah. I think the band's divided into good and evil, and Dan is <laughs> the evil. The evil. <laughs> so it's unbalanced. It's like favoring goodness. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're a good band. <laughs> <laughs> that was we're our all good. biography. Yeah. And bad. Good, good bad. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> Where does sad fit in? I don't know. Well, I, what I mean to ask is, like, do you do you believe in good and evil as concepts? Mm, like don't. the binary yeah. of good and evil? Yeah. That's, that's such a tough question. I typically know, but then sometimes you meet someone that you're like, oh, evil exists for sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I feel like, like even binary has become, like, a bad word. Mm. <laughs> totally, yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's yeah. I would say no, ninety nine percent of the time, but there's exceptions. Right. Hmm. <laughs> do you yeah. ever like? Do, uh, do they make it through in your songs? Like, do you write about them? Uh, the evil they, people. The evil. The, <laughs> oh the evil of the world. Of course. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where would you find it? Like, if we were to give a recommendation to your fans out there, like, listen to this track. It's we're talking about evil. <laughs> it's every track. <laughs> <laughs> wow! So it's a con- like every track is a battle between good and evil. Wow! <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I feel like it's like I don't know. Listening to your lyrics, it's like and the like the dance beat. It's like a release of like I don't know. You're sad, but you're dancing. Yeah, it right. feels good, but you feel bad. Yeah, like, you know. There you there's go. always that tension. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what I was thinking of earlier in the contrast in your music. Like, you, you have both going on all times, uh, as if, like, that's just the way life is. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but how does that feel, playing those songs on stage? Like, are you going back and forth between feelings, or is it just sort of like, do you kind of even out? How does that work? I feel like... Mostly, like, when I write the songs is when I, like, feel things. And then once it's written, I can play it without feeling anything. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. That would, that would so. kind of account for the fact that you, can, that you can play a show and you don't have to be, like, feeling what you were feeling when you wrote it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that would be exhausting. Right. <laughs> you yeah. had to, like, just relive that. Just Groundhog Day every time. You, yeah. I wouldn't like that. <laughs> oh, I just saw this. Uh, we don't have time to get into it, but I just saw this TV show called Russian Doll. Oh, uh, yes. Have you seen that? Oh, the, yeah. Like, the new and improved Groundhog Day. Yes. <laughs> I loved it. The ending just was the best. Oh. Was, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> no spoilers, I guess. Yeah. But, <laughs> no but I, if you I haven't watched, watched it at this point, at, come on. After yeah. watching the first few minutes, I was like, oh, this is like Groundhog Day. And then after watching the rest of the series, I was like, this gets way more complex than Groundhog yeah, Day. Yeah, like, totally. This is so beautiful. And the acting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. a lot more nuanced than um, Groundhog Day, dare I say. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, but. I played this off on a tangent. <laughs> What's the best way for people to find you or find your music? There's a uh, Instagram. Oh, everything's messed up. We don't know. Bandcamp. Okay. Bandcamp is maneaterband.bandcamp.com. Nice. <laughs> Instagram is at maneaterband. Band. Twitter is There's a Twitter? Nothing. There's no, no Twitter. Okay. <laughs> okay. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Facebook is facebook.com slash maneaterband. And Facebook is good, right? Yeah, Facebook's really good. Um, oh. I hate it. I usually read it and then unread it because I never respond, so I don't know. Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't look at it at all. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it for the social meds. Cool. <laughs> Thank you again for coming and playing and, and talking. Thank you. <laughs> that was really fun. So Thanks much for, for having, having us. us. Ah, lovely. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Noise Complaint, and thanks Maneater for joining us in studio. Check their releases out at maneater.bandcamp.com and follow them on Instagram at maneaterband. Catch the next episode for a performance by Devourers.